This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Garlic fries and baseball, guys. That's Josh Jaskia. I'm Mark Willard. Two episodes a week. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any. Let's look at the math uh, before we uh, before we hop out of here. Um, I'm going to give you two reasons why this number's on my mind. Reason number one is I think it's the minimum that, that gives them a shot at the playoffs. Uh, reason number two is I do think it might have been the Vegas over-under at the beginning of the year. And yes, I have a couple of side bets with friends for this number. So I'm also personally motivated. Um, if the Giants can get to 85 wins, they need to go 25 and 16 the rest of the way. That in and of itself sounds really hard, especially when you know that there's a lot of Dodgers and a lot of Phillies and a lot of Padres and a lot of all that is still coming on uh, on the schedule. So 25 and 16 already sounds hard enough. Yeah. Um, but if they were able to do that and two of the three wildcard teams they're chasing from the Padres, Phillies, and Brewers, if two of the three kind of play a little bit below 500 during that stretch, this is still um, a possibility. But based on everything we know, how, how you feeling about math like that right now? <sighs> It's so hard to predict this team. They were on, well, well, fire is a relative term. They felt like they were on fire during the five-game win streak, and then they lose that game, and then it's just like the whole head got kicked in, and then they go on a four-game skid, and yesterday was nice. I thought for sure they were going to lose that game against the Colorado Rockies in extra innings. It's so hard for me to predict anything with this team. I expect Rodon and Webb at minimum one win every time those two come around the rotation, at minimum. Oh. And Right, right. One and a half. I'm gonna say right? one and a half. Well, they got zero this week, you know, it and is. like that's that was a death blow, and and I was hoping that they could rebound and, and finish the Diamondback series properly, and they didn't, and I think that that really sent them into a little whirlwind. Is it plausible? Of course, it's plausible. Is it likely? Boy, the hardest part is me envisioning one other guy in this bullpen stepping up and just being decent. Like, forget reliable, decent. Yesterday, Sam Young gives up runs. Well, he didn't give up the lead. I guess that's a step in the right direction. That's how low the bar is right now. I mean, yeah. Mark, yeah. I, I, I guess know. the other, the, the, if we spotlight yesterday, um, you know, if that had not been in the context of all this poor bullpen performance, we would have brought, we would have blown it off as a Colorado game. Yes. Like, you lose a 6-2 lead in the 8th. You lose an 8-6 lead in the 10th. We're used to this. There's two to three games like that per year in Colorado, yes. and, yes. and you won. So normally you'd be like, great. Uh, but in this context, I don't like it because Colorado's sitting there going for a sweep, and it's the same thing I told you last week when people were like, five-game win streak, and I'm like, eh. 
uh, like, yes, fun, but no, I want to see a win streak that, that shows that their problem has been fixed, not just you have more runs than the other team. And within those five games, you needed two walk-off home runs. And the only time you had a big lead, you know, you, you coughed it up with your bullpen. So I'm like, no, the bullpen is still not pitching well. And so this is not going to go well until they do. And so what have they done then with the next five games? They lose four of them and they win one of them where the hitters made up for consistent bad bullpen performance. So you're right. Like this is, it, it really is that simple. Harlan Garcia has got to pitch better and more consistent. Leon's got to hit the strike zone more. Brebia has to continue to be the best version of himself. They've got to hide Tyler Rogers or something. I don't know, but right now, um, my optimism has nothing to do with math, nothing to do with what the Giants should be in my mind. It has everything to do with I will believe in all possibilities as soon as I see relievers pitching better. And and to this point, we haven't seen that. Well, and the, the big takeaway is for me, finally they get some timely hitting and execution. Finally, we see a great relay throw by, by Lamont Wade. And – Again, another great start by Jacob Junis, but it's overshadowed because of some of these other issues coming out of the bullpen. So I'm with you on a lot of these things. Although I I got to say, oh my goodness, did you see the play where the ball went through the glove? Yes. I have been playing ball and watching ball my whole life. I am a Wilson A2000 aficionado. In fact, I have one. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere in this room right now. I have never seen that in my entire life. And I'm saying... They, that's an omen. We have to win this game. And then when they right. blew it, I said, oh, no, it's an omen in the other direction. Right. We're going to lose this game. <laughs> I, I, but have you ever seen that before, Mark? You've never – no, nah, I don't know if I've ever seen it at the big league level, and I've definitely never seen it in between the fingers. That's what I meant. In the web, yes. That, like, I had that yes. happen to me in Little League in the web. <laughs> I definitely had that happen to me uh, I, where the ball went right through, and you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Uh, but, no, I've never seen it, certainly not at the big league level – through uh through the fingers i um even though it was uh, a giant opponent i felt bad for the guy hey rob bradford here you guys know i'm always up for a good mvp story and one of the best stories is wasabi technology wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the red Sox and nhl teams like the bruins and vancouver canucks even the liverpool football club is getting in on the wasabi action so why is wasabi the mvp well wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the amazons of the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data wasabi another boston-based championship team it, it was unbelievable but anyway the point being is i'm watching this giant team and i'm like all right situational hitting there they're getting runners over now quietly well not so quietly mike Ostremski just feels like he is yeah. in the ocean in the deep water and the guy needs not more than a life vest he needs a helicopter i mean he needs an entire uss hornet to come save him and pick him out of the deep end i, I don't know what you do with him moving forward I feel like he's another guy that might just have to sit. 
Well, not only that, uh, here's the other side to that conversation. And again, it's based on how much you feel like the Giants are still playing for this year, which is now, now you've got 40 game auditions, right? Like what does Longo do the rest of the way? That's a big piece of this. Yaz, I mean, I hate to even, I mean, I love Yaz, but this is not a contract. Like he's still an arbitration guy. The, the, the Giants, this is not, they don't have to have him on the team next year. No. Uh, Lamont Wade has not been able to get his batting average up to 200. You don't have to have him on the team next year. Um, some of these guys have solidified positions. I'm sure Austin Slater is going to be on this team next year. Uh, Joey Bart's going to be on the team next year. Brandon Crawford, Tommy LaStella, Webb, Cobb. These guys are all going to be on the team next year. And outside of that, I, I, I really, you know, Estrada, I have no idea beyond that. And, and, and so it's, it's audition time for everybody. And these are very important 40 some odd games yeah. for Mike Yastrzemski because there was the first year and he popped. And since then he's definitely been good enough, but he's never really consistently been that guy again. And so now over, you know, even last year where it was largely a 220 season, he had enough power. 20-something jacks. Yeah, he had enough power, so it made it okay. But if, if you lose that power like you have this year, uh, yeah, he's he got some work to do to get himself on the roster next year. Off-balance swing, swinging at stuff in the dirt, and, you know, lunging at the first pitch. Like, he's just all out of sorts. I don't know what his approach is right now at the plate. And he, he's just somebody that I penciled in for the next couple of years, and I'm saying, mm, that was premature. Yeah. yeah, I might have to erase that one, you know, because it's the truth. He's he's played himself right off this team, and it just it stinks. So moving forward, if he is going to play, he's got to show a pulse. Like you just got, I got to see something from him. And then triple a, as, as we, you know, near the September, I know the call-ups aren't what they used to be. Right. My God, can we get, can we get one or two bullpen arms, just one or two arms who can come up and just give me a little bit of promise last year. It was Santos and Castro. You saw a little bit of them. You got a little promise. They put Castro, I believe on the playoff roster. I don't know who they're going to bring Man. up. Uh, why they haven't already. I don't, I just don't know what to make of it. Right. Yeah. You'd think by now they'd be doing that already anyway. Just try it. Right. With the issues that are, uh, that are going on in the bullpen. So yeah, I'm with you there. And by the way, while we're talking farm, just to give everybody a warm fuzzy on the way out the door, Marco Luciano activated from his injury and the next night grand slam. So while everyone's kind of down on the farm year, I want to remind everyone the only th- bad thing that happened to Luciano was an injury. There's nothing, nothing in terms of poor performance. So um, that was that was awesome to see because I want that guy back on the fastest track possible. Yeah, and God, I know they're not going to. I would love to get a September Harrison start. Just a little... Yeah. Just a little. Here's a start. Go as long as you can go, whether it's two innings, five innings. I would just love to get him in front of the home crowd this offseason uh, or excuse me, before this offseason. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. All right. We'll be uh, back with you midweek uh, as the Giants have two in Detroit. We'll be with you after that for Joe Shasky, Mark Willard. Make sure you are subscribed to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. <laughs>